I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording here, Randy. All right. If you're good on your end, I don't yeah, need to bog too. down our computers. So yeah, I, okay. I, I recorded that whole time, no issues. So thank you, iMac. Even though you're a thousand years old. Everybody, uh, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. Uh, my name's Kevin. My name's DJ, and I'm Randall. All right, uh, and we're going to be talking about some video games today. We like video In games. In particular, we're going to talk about uh, Hitman uh, Season One. I think Randall played a little bit of Season Two as well. A smidge. Um, got, oh, did you now? Uh, got a little free <laughs> sample of that uh, first level, which I think the demo, for what it's worth, right? Am I correct in that the first level is? Uh, is free like yeah. you can download it and play through the first mission you are correct yes okay is it the full location like can you play the whole yeah setting? yeah they give you the, well yeah they give you the whole first episode but i i bought it i'm like i'd played enough hitman one where like i'm buying hitman two so okay yeah okay that's okay that's a good good point to start off on because yeah. i know uh <laughs> one of the reasons we decided to uh pick this game because it's certainly not a uh, news or or any kind of new game I guess Hitman. I guess Hitman Two is a little more relevant, but uh, both DJ and I did not play that. Um, but uh, it was just, uh, especially for Randall and I, it's definitely something that kind of we stepped stepped out of our comfort zone. Uh, we play a lot of like Nintendo and indie stuff and like platformers, and, yep. and I, I don't play a lot of, you know, I, I honestly think like Uncharted games are probably the last third person like 3D action adventure kind of. I know that Hitman's a little different, but that, that's probably like the last third person i guess other than mario and zelda you or know? yeah i was gonna say That's, breath of the wild might be the closest yeah. but not even really well kind yeah. of in some ways i, I was gonna say to. yeah i guess with all the <laughs> systems and stuff involved yeah you get there is like a little bit of similarity there but um yeah we, we just kind of chose that and uh and it is something that was available on ps plus in the past for free so if any you know if you haven't gotten around or think that it's something that uh you know wouldn't normally pique your interest you know it just kind of i just kind of came and went i actually bought the game a while ago and just had never still never sucker. played it like an idiot yeah about the steelbook <laughs> complete season one package it's kind of awesome um, yeah yeah although i actually think i am gonna because it was free on ps plus now i don't mean this is a total slam on the game but i don't feel like that super compelling need to own it right um considering i can still play it whenever i want so i might get rid of it if it's worth anything um, but we'll, we'll see it. I'll see where, what to do with that from there. There's um, another good, compelling reason for you to do that. Uh, assuming you do jump into Hitman two at some point, you can get all of the episode or the, the first season levels, the Hitman one levels in Hitman two. So, okay. So you can kind of like just load up that the Hitman two game. Yeah. Like play any level. Yep. Is, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure that's contingent on you having owned Hitman one in some format, but I'm, I guess I right hundred percent right. on that, but I'm pretty sure. Does it yeah. come with just the uh, campaign missions or like even escalation missions? I like was able to play everything? some Hitman one escalation stuff in Hitman two. Okay, nice. And okay, well, let's uh, let, oh, so you played all the Hitman one stuff from within Hitman two. I did. Okay, good to know. Interesting, because I wonder, do you know if there's any kind of like upgrade to the engine or upgrade to 
Um, <laughs> any any of the visuals or anything like that, or is it pretty much the same deal? The, the visuals seem pretty much the same. I did play a little bit on uh, PS4. Uh, I ended up playing uh, Hitman 2 uh, on Xbox One. I've got Xbox One X. Um, okay. So I had heard like, oh yeah, they, they smoothed out the frame rate a little bit or whatever. Like it just runs a little bit better. So like, yeah, let me play that version. But y- y- from what I could tell, no, it's it's pretty much the same engine same experience okay interesting yeah because i just i just played it on ps4 and i think dj did the same yeah Yeah. not to keep speaking for you dj clearly we did our research yeah yeah and (laughs) by the way if you're coming if you're coming here for info you're coming to the wrong place um google it but not to say that hopefully we don't come across like idiots but uh we are a little bit so (laughs) but uh what is frame rate (laughs) but uh but yeah let's uh let's start there so uh you mentioned the escalation missions real quick randall yeah and uh i uh that was something so like probably up until when i first took a dive into the game when we decided that we were going to play it i kind of bounced off it i played like the first tutorial missions and i shouldn't say bounced off but i wasn't having a great time and i was kind of like the menus are really tough to navigate um at least we're maybe not tough to navigate, but they're not intuitive to me. Yeah. Um, there's just so much. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's all from within the menu. Like it's stuff that you feel like you should be able to access within the game. Like I didn't even realize there was a map you could access in the levels until quite a bit into the game where I was like, Oh yeah, can pause it and go look at an actual map. Like <laughs> now I, I knew about the radar map, right. you know, but like an actual separate map that you can pull up and, and zoom in on and check different floors and all that. Uh, but even getting to that is kind of finicky, you know, if it could have could have been like a hot key press or something. Right. Um, but again, there's a lot going on in this game, so I guess it's kind of hard to map that to a specific button on the controller. But uh, but yeah, I, you know, I kind of bounced off it a little bit um, playing at first. Then I dig dug in a little bit more. I was I was having a good time. Uh, probably had the most fun on a day when like DJ and I and our friends uh, Alana and John. Yes. Were, it was us four. And we were just kind of hot seating the game, passing the controller back and forth uh, and just playing uh, one of the levels where we would uh, just take turns. And one after somebody died, the next person would have to go about the mission in a totally different way that no one else had done yet. Wow. So that was probably the most fun I had playing the game, just kind of that self-restricted. I don't know, that self. I can't even think of the word that self. Or those just self-imposed yeah, restrictions. Yeah, like an artificial difficulty. For. Yeah, self-imposed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty fun. And then, uh, and then I happened to be watching some. Uh, I was listening to some old uh, Idle Thumbs podcast episodes, and for some reason, like the backlog that I was in just happened to be at around the time that Hitman season one came out. Nice. Uh, so they were talking about, and this is when they were coming out episode by episode. Um, and then they were playing and doing streams online of like the. Uh, of the uh, escalation missions and that once I started playing those and I admittedly only played a couple, but uh, I really enjoyed those. And uh, before, I guess I've been talking for a minute here. So uh, Randy, I know you said you, you were able to play some of those. I did. Um, I, I, I just played one of them uh, the, the on the Sapienza level. I think that's how you pronounce that. The, the second level of Hitman. Yeah. Uh, okay. One. And I think DJ, I think DJ was also playing escalation missions on that same level. Nice. I was playing in Marrakesh. Right, yeah. You were Sapienza? Yeah, I think I was doing the first escalation mission uh, on Sapienza yesterday. Yeah, okay. and I actually did the same thing. So Okay, nice. So <laughs> that's nice and fresh. Yeah. So why don't you guys uh, talk about that for a second? And then uh, if I feel like uh, I have other things to share opinion-wise, I'll chime in. Yeah. No, I I guess it's the, the escalation part's nice. So talking broadly about 
hitman like when you're playing through the the main sapienza level like i don't know about you guys but it took me shoot like an hour and a half to complete like all objectives doing everything's like very cautiously very like making sure i was not getting caught making sure i wasn't you know killing anybody just knocking folks out and putting them in the random dumpsters that are apparently littered everywhere through every level because that's where you're going for the five stars (laughs) i I try to yeah Um, okay so we're so we're all playing the same way right we're all i mean i i will occasionally just if i kill a a guard or something that's not a target and by accident or like in a pinch like I'll kind of keep rolling with it and just especially if it like heightens the tension. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to get caught. But for like sure. for the most part, I'm trying not to harm anyone that is not a target. Yes, yeah, I think that was the main limit that I abided by. Uh, yeah. Like if I got recorded and I like couldn't find the room or the recording. Oh, were, no. Something like that. Like, like who cares? I, yeah, yeah. I just let it go. Yeah. Yep. But like although it did feel cool to then find that and like oh i erased the footage or like now i'm good like i don't even have to worry about cameras anymore because i sabotaged this thing which that's sure that's really cool that's a cool gameplay element you know it's not just shoot the cameras you know yeah yeah a couple different ways of going about something like that so um but all that being said like yeah playing through sapienza for the first time it's yeah like an hour and a half experience or however long for me and granted that included some like oh shoot i i ended up dying because i did something stupid so i had to reload and yada yada but um because yeah. no save points in those escalations yeah which i actually kind of i kind of like, like that. that yeah yeah that just increases the tension right like even yeah, more yeah. Throughout the campaign, like, you know, I would have all these save points and, you know, they're convenient, but they also made me a little bit less appreciative of the experience, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, I think I think when you dive into like the way the escalation missions force you to do that. Yeah, I think they allow you to get the true. I shouldn't say the true, but the hitman experience that I wanted. Right. Um, Based on all the praise I'd heard about this game, you know, I picked it up on a whim, not on a whim, but I'd heard a lot of good things from people that I tend to agree with and, and like the games that they like. So I just kind of went with it and was like, Hey, no, even this is out of my comfort zone or out of the usual or out of the norm for me. Um, I do want to check it out. And uh, I think that allowed me to play the game in a way that was fun for me. Right. Um, and I guess we should talk real quick about how the game works regularly. And, uh, that was some of my like small gripes is like, I feel like so in the main missions, you have like usually two targets, right? Permission. Is that yeah. is that correct? Yeah. I don't think any of them had one except for like the first tutorial missions. There's one that uh, where there's four. Oh, later. On. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Wow. OK, I, yeah, I, I only played up through Marrakesh, so I didn't. The, er- the second to last mission has four people. Damn. Yeah. OK. Oh, my goodness. Um, and these <laughs> and these are like relatively big, you know, not not full blown open worlds, but they're like they're pretty big. They're, they're pretty big and interact. You know, you can go into a lot of the buildings and and whatnot but uh but i found that like when i was playing at first you you uh as soon as you overhear like an objective or you over you overhear something that an npc is saying and it kind of highlights a new objective or a new way for you to maybe infiltrate the the mansion in the paris level for example right um you'd overhear like a cameraman talking about something and uh you know, you'd be like, OK, maybe I can get in this way and pose as a cameraman or I forget what the exact scenario is, but something to that effect. And uh, it, it just for me, it was like a little too reliant on like the scripted events uh-huh. and uh, and like, you know, all the all the NPCs like that you typically if they're like the main target in the mission, they almost always have like a bodyguard following them. And, and at least for me, like I, I didn't really care for like poisoning a glass and having them go to a glass like i like the fun for me was like 
finding a way to sneak in unseen and just pick somebody off with my silence pistol without being seen or, or you know maybe people will see the kill but they won't know who's who did it you know right. they'll just see the person die yeah. right um god this sounds so morbid <laughs> so out of my comfort zone but yeah like, assassinations yeah yeah i guess yeah we, this is what we signed up for yeah. but you liked it when you kind of discovered your own plan yeah. rather than a plan being given to you right kind of you know gets rid of any kind of puzzle solving you could do on your own yeah yeah, I, w- I, I didn't like how like and especially if you, you can choose to turn this off and you can you can adjust the HUD and whatnot, however you like. But the like kind of default is like you overhear something like the cameraman conversation and then you can just track that and it'll show you exactly on the map where to find the camera lens. And like it'll highlight all the things. And like I, the fun really? for me was like oh, wow. sneaking around. It took me. Yeah, the because of the menus, that was kind of hard for me to figure out at first. <laughs> but like a little light bulb icon will appear. And then you can just literally follow that directly to the thing. And it's like you there's no way, you know, that the game is so simulation based and like there's no way that you would have. I know they have some recon and some intel going into the mission, but like or you as Agent 47 or, you know, theoretically have that. But there's no way you would know exactly where this camera lens is or exact. Right. You know, I, I didn't really care for that. I actually I will say that I actually disliked that. I, I thought that that kind of made the mechanics of the game break down because you're. You're just setting up these scripted events to happen. That's interesting. I, I feel like I didn't use the the radar map. Maybe, maybe I didn't notice or play it that way. But like, besides the actual targets, I don't think I used the map to find items necessarily. I, I guess I didn't realize that was even part of the, well, the gameplay. Were you following specific objectives or challenges that they presented uh there's a couple of times where it was yeah like where it opens up some some sub objective or yeah a new you know pathway things like that um had opened up but i i don't i don't remember necessarily or maybe i just wasn't paying enough attention to the the map screen to see that that was happening for for what it's worth i'm the what i'm talking about is it actually is not even on the map like it'll actually show a light bulb oh wow like kind, kind of like, like when how you, it shows the exit yeah when you oh, complete boy. the mission and it shows the exit it actually shows the light bulb that you can see through any wall oh boy any anything and you can just again this is only if you select to track that objective right but uh, yeah just i guess i just found the objectives to be the least fun way to play the game like i i really enjoyed like on the paris mission for example you have to kill this lady and this guy who are running a fashion show of yep. some kind. I don't know if the, I don't know. I forget how they're affiliated, but you she kind of roams around upstairs in this mansion and this guy follows her around her bodyguard or whatever. And they have occasionally like stop and have a conversation in this particular room. Right. And uh, I was able to uh, on one occasion have like the uh, she walked out of the room right after their conversation. And just before he left the room, I was able to throw a coin and lure him back in for him to inspect. And then so I choked him out, threw him in the bathroom, not not killed him, but, you know, just put him, knocked him unconscious, stuffed him in a closet. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> As you do. and then she, yep. and then she was <laughs> just roaming around uh, almost like it's like she didn't even notice that her bodyguard was gone uh. and she would just mill around in this room by herself. And eventually, you know, I was able to just take her out and then uh yeah, I, I just liked kind of creating those opportunities for myself as opposed to taking the ones that the game scripted for me. But again, once I dove into the escalation missions and you start adding in like your, your the targets you have are not the targets from the scripted like story events. Yeah, they're just kind of rando uh, NPCs scattered throughout the level. 
And it just and by the way, escalation missions, I'm sorry I'm talking so much here, but the escalation missions are like it'll be one like you'll have to kill this one target and then the after you do that you have to kill that target and another one or and another one in a specific way and it's usually like up to 5 times and it just keeps like stacking either different objectives or different targets or different ways you have to complete the assassination um and I, yeah i just found that way more interesting and way more, it highlights the mechanics of the game i, I really enjoyed that a lot i'm glad i dove into those cuz i kind of looked at it as like a tacked on feature to just breathe some extra life into these missions and i only played one of the the escalation missions that espienza one but i just appreciate like oh there's only this one target this guy's just like hanging out in the lawn over here it's like a different experience than the the other characters that have a ton of bodyguards and like oh i can like i'm in and out of this in i don't know 25 minutes yeah it's <laughs> much quicker the hour and a half i was spending before i'm like oh okay cool that's sweet yeah um were you gonna say something dj she just shakes his head no, which is great radio. Um, <laughs> I you, can, me you, can, you can hear the wind. I, I thought it looked like you were about to nah. say something. I apologize. So uh, I was going to say, I think you and I played different Sapienza missions. It sounds uh. like. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, you're talking to Randall. If, yeah, you, if so. you were playing one where uh, you got to kill someone on the lawn, I think I had to kill someone outside like a clothing store or something. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So. Okay. There were quite a few. There were like yeah. probably about a half dozen or more on each level of these like five tiered escalating missions. So which is really I cool. Like, like they made this yeah, whole yeah. like level and, you know, they're, they're putting it to use for more than just that main campaign mission. So, you know, I appreciate yeah. that. And this is uh, I'm, this is not an original thought from me by any means, but like I, one of the things that I liked about this game and, uh, and and in these escalation missions, like the one I did, I had to kill this one particular guy in a shopkeeper's outfit. And uh, I found like a path like, OK, if I start in this location as the waiter, I'm able to kind of sneak around up this pipe and like know right where the shopkeeper is and steal his outfit, kill this guy. And then, OK, next mission, I have to do that and kill a different guy on top of that. Right. Um, and it, it got to the point where like by the fourth time, uh, it added a third guy for the third round. And then it, so I had this routine down almost, you know, it's like you're perfecting the performance, right? Um, like each run is like, okay, I got to get there. He's, he'll be right there. No one, you know, no one in the crowd, no one will see me take his costume. It's almost like a speed Um, run at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very like, uh, the, the person uh, I was thinking of is, uh, James Spafford was talking about, uh, how it like, yeah, it feels like you're rehearsing a piece of music almost, right. or it's com- comparable to that. Like, you know, just getting better and better and smoother and smoother at that. And, uh, and yeah, and then, but then it throws you for a loop. So after I got these three guys down and then it threw me for a loop, kill those same three guys, but it all has to be in an explosion, um, oh, or in indiv- individual explosions. It doesn't have to all be one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but it was still like, that wasn't how I killed any of them. So I had to totally rethink my uh my plan and my route and then the next one was i had to kill all three of them but the first two had to be killed within 10 seconds of one another oh my gosh so it, it like gets pretty extreme I, I didn't finish that last uh i saw that and was just like okay i've been playing for a while um that's as much as i can stomach at the moment it kind of makes you change like the way you approach it because you know similarly like the first three um of the one i did like the first three um objectives like they were pretty straightforward and easy to you know go for the five stars on right like by the time uh it was the fourth iteration i had to always have my gun out and (laughs) like i spawn just right by like just a 
ton of people. So there's <laughs> no way that I'm not going to get like hunted right away. Right. Yeah. So he's got a gun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe I approached uh, this the wrong way, but it seemed like, okay, don't even go for the five stars now. Like, that's not what you need to concern yourself with. You just need to do it. Yep. Just complete yeah. it. <laughs> and so I just, you know, mowed down a bunch of bodies with my pistol. <laughs> I, I do like the tension the game provides, you know, when you when you get in a predicament or oh, like yeah. when we were all playing, uh, we were playing the Sapienza level and I, I know I was playing and I was like, you have to like kill the two people and destroy this like virus or something yeah, right. um, in the lab. But that's like in the basement or like this underground cave. And like I got I got a pretty good run going. And then like I like I don't even know if I did it on purpose, but I had like this hazmat suit on and I accidentally had a screwdriver in my hand. <laughs> I just started like <laughs> shanking everybody and like everything hits the fan. They see me and like, you know, bullets are flying and it, it really does feel like you're like on an escape mission or like if somebody sees you like steal someone's costume or uh, co- keep calling them costumes, outfits, whatever. Um, yeah, they're but, costumes uh, for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if, if somebody sees that and you're like, oh, well, maybe if I run away and knock out a janitor and take his costume, I'll be in the clear again. You know, it's a, it really does ratchet up that tension really nicely. Because in the campaign, like, don't you have to um, eliminate any suspicion on you before you can actually, like, leave? Oh, that I don't level? know. I don't know that. I sure. feel like that's a thing. Yeah, I was pretty did no research. So. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty cautious playing the missions, like, yeah. even more so than on these uh, escalation missions. But um I feel yeah, like I don't when know, I was but playing, that's yeah, there were a couple instances where like I was at the exit, but there was a little bit of suspicion on me, so I couldn't leave yet. Oh no, huh? But that's a, that's a cool mechanic, actually. It I is. like that. Yeah, I mean, if I'm remembering correctly, but when I did the escalation missions, like that was definitely not a thing. Yeah, I just killed a ton of people and ran to the exit. <laughs> yeah, and past the like, point okay. of suspicion at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> past the point, just like arrested, but you're just going for it. <laughs> um convicted yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that yeah I, I i ended up having a good time with this game and especially with uh dipping back into these escalation missions and the fact that it's just kind of sitting downloaded on my ps4 because of playstation plus right um i, I do see myself maybe not all the time but I, I definitely see myself dipping back into this one potentially from time to time I, I don't know if i'll go as far as you uh randall and spring for hitman 2 just yet yeah, uh, unless I see like a really good deal on it or something, uh, but I, I don't feel immediately compelled, especially because I feel like there's a, still a ton of shit I haven't done. I haven't even played all the levels yet, so right. I, I got plenty uh, more to play. Of challenges, per, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of game there. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no, no doubt about it. And it is interesting that they did the kind of I don't know if it was monthly or every couple months, but they did the they released them all like individually you know yeah um as as individual packages or and then at the end or at the beginning i think you could buy like the season pass or whatever the hell they called it right but i do think uh yeah i uh against my expectations i uh i ended up enjoying this game and it does have a nice uh silliness to it or uh, that's not quite right but like it does as grim as There's the a whimsy subject matter there. is yeah that it like it takes itself just seriously enough but also doesn't you know, the, like the NPC dialogue, you know, like, hey, security guard, <laughs> keeping it. I forget what they even say, keeping it fly or whatever yeah. they say. It's stupid, but it it takes you out of the fact that you're just mowing down human beings, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely some uh, some Metal Gear influence going on and some of that stuff, too. Similar, yeah. similar vibes and, and 
some of those things, uh, the corniness of some dialogue and things like that every once in a while. Yeah, so. but thankfully not as pervy <laughs> as uh, yeah. the, some nice Metal Gear panty oh, shots. Oh, boy. God. Yeah. What Thanks, a joke. Japan. Speaking of PlayStation Plus, Metal Gear Survive is the free PlayStation Plus this game this month. Mm. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, not too interested in that. The doldrums of almost summer. Yeah, that's rough. I'm still going to play it. Yeah. I've <laughs> got, yeah, I, I'm compelled to play every PS Plus game I get. Yeah, I don't I don't know if anybody gets more value out of their PlayStation <laughs> Plus subscription than DJ. That's commendable. It's, that is. It's like, well, I don't ever pay attention to like what's coming out or anything. Like I hear most of my stuff through Kevin. Like, oh, like you see these this Yoku's Island game or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like or a game like stared in like i never would have known about if it wasn't for you um stared in binary stars by the way if anyone's yeah, interested. if anyone's interested it's a great shoot 'em up you uh, try to beat my high hell. score <laughs> <laughs> um we'll uh we'll uh probably talk about that game at some point because i know dj oh, yeah, i really like to. that so we'll we'll table that for later yes but yeah like it's at least 95 percent of the games i play are like just through the ps plus and i i feel compelled to beat most of them like it it really takes a lot for me to be like i'm not gonna beat this game so we'll we'll see if i feel the need to uh go through metal gear survive yeah <laughs> i'm sure it'll be painful but you know maybe i'll put on a couple podcasts you've already downloaded <laughs> maybe i'll so. maybe i'll put on this recording <laughs> i thought you were gonna say maybe i'll put on a couple pounds <laughs> play some metal gear Give survive some ice cream. yeah I'll just, I'll just pity play this game and hate my life um but okay so that that at least wraps up my take on uh on hitman for the most part i mean i could talk about it some more but but how, uh, do you guys have anything you want to add i mean we've talked about this i feel very similarly to you and i think um to go into more detail i i think if i was to continue to play this game it would be the way we were doing it with like a big group the hot seat. Like, huh. that yeah. seemed to be the most fun like we were just laughing our asses off the yeah. whole time, like because a lot of us approach things differently. So we all be like, "Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, why are you going that way? What are you doing?" That's cool. Um, and that because it's so systems driven, there'd be like all those random, like that the one out level. I think it's Sapienza as well, where you have to like kill that caddy or that golf instructor. And I, the time I was playing, he's just standing there looking over the cliff and he just wouldn't move. He just stood there forever. And I was just like, fuck this guy. And just fucking, I either kicked him off or shoved him or hit him with a club or something. And then, uh, yeah, so it, it has its issues. So I, I think the it's easier to overlook the issues when you're playing with a group of friends because you can just laugh at it. And uh, yeah, I, I would definitely be interested in doing that again. It's a definitely fun way to play this game. Um, what about you, Randall? Anything you wanted to add before we wrap up our Hitman chat? I, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like you we had sprung. Before, you sprung for like, two, right? Yeah, I've 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 invested in in the Hitman franchise here. Uh, got that Hitman Two full gold yeah. package on my Xbox One X, so I've got access to all the levels. And I don't know. I'm just I'm just enjoying going through it. But I really like those system based games. Like I'm the guy that put. 160 plus hours into breath of the wild just because i love the systems it wasn't like the storyline was pushing me forward and yeah i feel similarly about this it's just like this playground uh that you can use these systems in different ways and it just feels like there's a lot of freedom there i 
I, I know there were some, you know, there's those scripted side events and things like that, but it never really bothered me. I don't know. I, I kind of still found ways to do things the way that I wanted to do them in that moment. I, at least the game always gave me the opportunity to do so. So it was fun. Um, I, I'll still keep playing it. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I'm especially like since you mentioned like you didn't really catch the light bulb notifications and stuff. So you might have had a more similar experience to like the one that I was looking for, you know, and I, yeah. I just couldn't figure out how to turn that off in the menu. Yeah. Um, I thought I had figured it out, but but couldn't. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, just just kind of like organically going through the level. I just happened to like, oh, yeah, I'm going through this. I'm getting into this room because I needed to hide from this guard. But, oh, hey, there's that key that I like needed to get into this secret, you know, sub area. Um, sweet. I, I can pick that up now and grab this mallet or whatever while I'm here and, you know, go around this other direction. And I don't know. It's just there's a lot of freedom there. I, I appreciate games like that. Yeah. Have you replayed any of the uh, same missions and tried to do things in different ways or have you just been like oh i'll do this escalation mission or i'll do this campaign like have you ever like done the same campaign mission multiple times i have not no no i and i haven't gone that far yet no it's right now it's just kind of like forward progress besides yeah the escalation stuff i really haven't taken up the excuse to to replay a level uh replay a campaign yet I, uh, yeah, I tried cause you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for, Completion, you know, completionist yeah, sure. things. And when I see, you know, when you hover over each destination, it's like, oh, you did 22 out of like right. 120 oh, yeah. challenges. It's just like, yeah. oh man, just like, you I can't suck at that. this game. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I went back through the first, uh, I went through all like the tutorial that like the three tutorial levels and then like the Paris place. Yeah. Um, and I think that's when I just hit a point where I'm I was like, I'm done. I like, unless that. I'm going to play it like again, like in a group and just having fun with it. Like, I definitely hit a wall. Yeah. yeah. I think that yeah. would suck the fun out of it if you were just forced to do everything as opposed to having the opportunity to do anything. So, yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. I've, I've thankfully in recent years been able to kind of turn that part of my brain off when I'm playing games. I used to be very like. I got to get every collectible and every stat and hundred percent. Right. And like, not like I'm some master video gamer, but like when I got into a game that it felt like I could do that in, it was like immediately a switch would click in my brain. Like I got to I got to get everything, you know? And it's like, it was games actually like breath of the wild and, and uh Mario Odyssey that kind of turned me off of that of like, there's fucking 900 oh, moons oh, in this yeah, game no, or that, 900 Deku seeds. Or that'll whatever destroy the, the fun of those games. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, just do the stuff. If, if it's a game with, obviously if it's a game that doesn't have that kind of depth, then you might just not like the game. Right. But like, if it's a game that has a ton of different layers and systems, it's like, just play the shit that's fun and don't do the stuff that's you're not having fun doing. And I have been enjoying playing video games much more since I've, given up on that you know i'm trying to do that too especially you know <laughs> as i'm trying to go through all this backlog of ps plus games like i just want to knock them all out and just be like okay well like i experienced may not have a hundred percented this game but you know i did enough like i beat it yeah I can the fact that you even launched most else. of those games is <laughs> <laughs> really saying something uh, oh yeah. man that is that is no joke <laughs> Okay, so we've uh, we've spent about a half hour here ish talking about Hitman, so I think we can wrap that up there if you guys feel good about that. Oh yeah, 
I feel um, great. It's a good game. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 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 Overall, I would say, uh, it, especially if it's your thing, but even if it's not, it, it might be worth prodding at and, and messing around with, especially if you have PlayStation Plus or it sounds like it was free on Xbox at some point. As yeah. Well. I think the first um, one was definitely at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you had the opportunity to scoop it up when it was available or if it's, you know, you see it for cheap, even even if it's not necessarily something that's at the top of your radar, you know, I'm, I'm someone who doesn't play these kind of games and I still had a pretty good time. So heck yeah. So keep your keep your eyes out for that, I suppose. For this old game that you probably already know a shit ton about. Still worth playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but moving on, uh, since I've been talking a bunch, uh, did you guys have uh, some other games that you maybe want to talk about? Anything else you've been playing? Uh, we've we kind of did some test runs of this podcast uh, a while back, and then I had hernia surgery. Uh, Randy, Randall. Uh, bought a new house with his wife. Yep. And uh, I'm just scumming around <laughs> trying to go through my backlog. You've been you in the trenches playing, playing games. Playing all the PS Plus yeah, games. Yeah. Um, so uh, what were you going to say, DJ? Yeah, I can't even remember. There's been so many. I can't even remember all of them. I guess most <laughs> recently did uh, Sonya, I did Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which okay. is maybe Ooh. like maybe a year ago it was released for free yeah I'm that's been sure. probably even before that because i no, i do have it on playstation i'd like to hear you talk about that dj it. if you if you want to that'd be kind of cool i mean the thing is i don't think i had the true i was just experience. gonna say maybe we yeah. should table this for because we were talking not today but earlier about playing it potentially co-op because it's up to two yeah. to four players uh but it, uh, there is a single player mode that has a kind of different layer to it right Right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, you have a companion or yeah, something. You're managing yeah, a companion and which is kind of nice because you don't have to like be on the same page as anyone else. Yeah. You don't have to be like, we're playing defensive or we're playing, you know, let's inch yeah. along and play cautiously. Or if or you like, have somebody who just wants a fucking jet set. Yeah. Or, or like two people won't j- jump and try to go to the same station. Like, yeah. Not yeah. The other person's <laughs> Good point. Go yeah. There. And like the, the CPU has like, you know, really good aim, and if they're on defense, they're great at blocking stuff for the most part. So, and you're, you're just delegating them, is that? Yeah, right? you're just sending them Boy. to a station, and that, that, that could get take complicated. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Oof. but you said I know DJ said there's like a slowdown mechanic where like when you when you're switching and selecting, it doesn't like freeze time, right? But yeah, it, like, you kinda... like you like hold triangle if you're on PS4 and like uh, use the analog stick to direct them to a station. It's like uh, okay. and it's in slow mo bullet you're bullet doing, time yeah, max yeah, pain. Yeah. Not a bad solution. So, so so you can't like you can't just be cheap about it and just freeze time. So you can be like, okay, I'm gonna plan out all my stuff exactly. And, right. But at the same time, like you do get a little cushion that I think is necessary. Yeah, there's no way you could play that because even playing in real time with multiple people. Again, you do have that issue of like going for the same thing or whatever, but it's That's really hard fun, to though. juggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let, maybe let's let's table this one for now um, so that we can if you don't mind, DJ, uh, we don't. can play a little more more to come co-op and stuff and just see because I've played it maybe one time a little bit of co-op, but I would like to get more into that. Um, I always forget that that's another like roguelike game, um, that just randomly generates the levels uh, and stuff. Yeah. So that, that's one that I would like to dive a little more into. So yeah, let's, let's table that one for a later discussion. If you guys don't mind. Sure. Not at all. Cool. I'll get um, my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, again, I've been talking, I feel at least like I've been talking way too much. So uh, we any- love it, Kevin. Keep talking. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk, Kevin. A great I want to talk about air, whip yeah. whip. Okay, whip whip. Yeah, whip. what is this game? Yeah, go ahead and whip me, whip me into shape. 
so Whip Whip is uh, developed by Alpha Unit, which you've never heard of. And uh, it's essentially speak for, speak like for a, yourself. It's very, very, very much inspired by Bubble Bobble or Parasol Stars. It's a, you know, single screen, uh, full screen as opposed to widescreen like orientation, like just single screen gameplay. Take out all the enemies on the screen to then scroll up to the next level that you have to do the same thing. So if, if anybody's played Bubble Bobble, which hopefully you have, it's it's fun. Pretty, time. Yeah, it's a pretty classic like yeah. NES arcade title. I feel like it's a most people who play games probably know what that is. Yes, but but maybe not. So I it's be, I shouldn't be presumptuous. <laughs> if you haven't, then I I would encourage you to check out Bubble Bobble. Yeah, if it's a very fun, especially two so. player. Yes, I will say as good as that theme song is it's very monotonous <laughs> when you play a hundred levels in a row of it, just it yeah, is good enough though to, to kind of not get sick of it for a good long while though i don't know that's yeah the game kind of puts you in a trance yeah it does it does <laughs> well uh whip whip is it's going for the same thing i'm not sure it's quite as good as bubble bobble is but it, it definitely does have a two-player mode unfortunately i've not been able to try it out quite yet uh my wife and I will play it together at some point here, though. Um, okay, you haven't played any co-op yet? Not yet, uh, but okay. I did play quite a bit of the single player. There's 100 levels, again, just like Bubble Bobble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the key difference with the gameplay between the two is, you know, whereas in Bubble Bobble, you're shooting bubbles out of your monster's mouth to capture the monsters. Then you can, like, run into them and, and kill them. In this game... You're grabbing the monsters with your kind of extendo arm, uh, kind of like uh, the Sega Genesis game Ristar. Um, OK. And okay. then you're kind of like grabbing them with your arm and then your momentum kind of pulls you towards them at, with like this kicking motion that then can knock into multiple monsters with your kind of momentum arc. So like as in you, you go through them or yes. you're knocking the monsters into other monsters. You go through them. So unfortunately you can't, from what I've seen, knock monsters into other monsters. That would also be fun. And that is something you can do in uh, parasol stars, which is a very fun turbo graphics uh, game, but uh, also developed by Taito. But uh, I do appreciate this game for what it is. It has a uh, kind of cooking theme. Every level is called a recipe. So it's like recipe one recipe two. Okay. Uh, I like that. Every 10 levels you have a boss battle too, which is kind of a different take. So yeah, there's only one boss in Bubble Bobble. Yeah, right at the end of the game. Right. So not to keep comparing the two, but it but it's it does like I've just seen some screenshots and stuff, and it does look just painfully. Oh yeah. Similar to not not a bad way because yeah, Bubble Bobble like you said is it's a, a great good pain. fun game. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a good pain. <laughs> that sweet sweet pain. Uh, max pain, if you will. Oh, there you go. Sorry, I, I just kill me now. That two two Max pain references. Oh, yeah, I know. We need to we need to get Agent Forty Seven to just put me out of my misery. Yeah, that's the next uh, game we review. Max. Pain. <laughs> Bust out the PS twos. There you go. Um, anyway, sorry to no bullet time in this game, though. It's it's very much, you know, active arcade style, straightforward. Uh, so they do have boss battles every 10 levels, um, where you, but the, the nice part about this, uh, compared to the one boss battle in bubble bobble is that it still follows the same mechanics of the game. It doesn't try and like come up with something tremendously new that you hadn't been already kind of 
learning along the way as far as how the mechanics work. So it's you're yeah. still kind of grabbing at the boss as you were the the individual characters, but now you're just looking for a like a red weak spot when it opens up, and they're they're pretty fun. Um, the one gripe I I kind of have with this game. Uh, the biggest gripe is that your character moves kind of slow by default, um, especially when he's just walking around. You can walk around and jump, but I mean, that's not really how you win at this game. You, you want to be grabbing at stuff to really get yourself kind of flying in the air uh, and moving around quickly. Um, so that's that's kind of an issue. You can adjust in the settings to make yourself a little bit faster. And there are kind of uh, power ups through the game you can grab. Um, in the same way you can grab monsters or grab the candy that pops out of monsters after you kill them. That gives you points. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of an issue. Uh, I, I did, I didn't feel bad about bumping up the speed of the character just to make myself have a little bit more fun with it. Um, it was, felt right was that like point. an option or you, or you did that in, in settings, uh, like a, yeah. a perk. Oh, it's in the settings. Yeah. Okay. Does that speed up the whole game or just your character? Just your character. Uh, just huh. just bumps Ooh. him up a notch. And, and there are technically power ups that also speed up your character, but they're kind of few and far between. You'll get like one power up that'll show up on a level maybe every 10 levels tops. OK, um, interesting. That, that's an interesting. I don't know. That's not that's weird that you can just change your character's speed. Yeah. Like, you know, in Celeste, you know, in the like safe mode, what is it called? Assist mode. Assist mode. Right. You can like change the speed of the whole game. But yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard of that of just like adding a I don't know a tweak to just the player character that's interesting they must have been aware that that was a possible thing yeah 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 it almost seems like a possible difficulty modifier yeah it definitely is uh yeah that yeah go ahead go ahead sorry no you're good it's it's definitely I I would say so the game is definitely easier once you tweak that speed up of your character and and less frustrating I think yeah I was just gonna say because that's one of the few gripes I have about bubble bobble is just like other than like some of the dated elements of the game or whatever but it is very like I just fucking lost my train of thought (laughs) (laughs) The only other thing that that bugs me a little bit about this game, not to keep harping on it now after I was happy at first, but uh, so (laughs) you're kind of if you're near the top of the level um, and and you need to go back down, you kind of have to find an an opening to go back down or grab an enemy or a candy that's beneath you. You can't just like hold down and press the jump button to go down a level like you can in in most similar games like that. So that like through a platform or whatever. Right. Yeah. So that that was uh, a bit frustrating too. So you, so you can aim your grab though, yes. like your extended grab. Can you? Is that like an eight direction? Or yeah, like three sixty yeah. degrees or okay. Yeah, I would say eight direction is probably about right. Yeah. Okay, so you can like so you can shoot it downwards, yes. grab an enemy below the platform, and and launch yourself through the platform. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's there's, cool. There's ways yeah. around it. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That that actually sounds interesting. I know it's a, you grabbed it on sale, right, on the eShop. Yeah, and its regular price is six ninety nine, and I'd say it, it's a feel good price of about four ninety nine. Where you know, I'd say I'd recommend it at yeah four ninety nine five bucks, especially if think, you have someone else you could play it with. Yeah, I do think I actually think the standard price is ten, right? Isn't it? And then it was on sale for seven. That doesn't. This is irrelevant, anyways. But uh, on the eShop today, it was six ninety nine, but I'm not sure if it was on sale or not. To be honest. Okay. 
Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it might still currently be on sale. But either way, yeah, worth uh worth checking out, I guess. According to according to Randall here, if you're into Bubble Bobble, yeah, happy or, I own it. Generally, yeah, it it doesn't have any kind of online, right? It's just no. local two player co op. Yeah, just just local co op or or single player. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I I uh I've been I've been into kind of the arcadey. You know, is is there like a score system kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely a score system. There might be leaderboards. I didn't look closely. Oh, okay. Um, I I would hope so. That'd be awesome. That those kind of games, like that, that kind of that can occasionally push a game to the next level for me. Is like not that I'm trying to be number one in the world or anything, but it just is nice to just see like where am I at? Can I move up a little? Can I be a little bit better at this? I, I like that feeling. Totally. Um. So yeah, that can that can definitely give a game that has not maybe not a ton of depth a little more. Um, Absolutely. But uh, since uh, since we tabled uh, lovers in a dangerous space time, DJ, have you been playing anything else worth uh, worth talking about? Oh God. Uh, well, right now I'm playing this game Phoenix Furia, which is kind of like a Super Meat Boy oh, type boy. game. Um, but what's nice about it? What's it called again? I'm sorry, I Phoenix Furia. Okay, spelled um, with a P-H or no, a F-E-N-I-X. F- uh, an F-U-R-I-A. Uh, you got it. <laughs> Fur- furia. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's like a super meat boy. Like, um, you know, you can complete a level in any time, but like if you want like the gold star, you got to do it uh, within this certain amount of time. And of it's course. pretty difficult. Um, and what's nice is like you get um, infinite jumps like you can jump as much as you want midair and infinite dash and i definitely am someone who appreciates being able to like move uh really quickly um yeah like i just love fast-paced uh platformers so um yeah this is kind of right up my alley it's man i'm like a quarter of the way through um and it's it it's getting pretty difficult like it'll take me maybe like 10 minutes per uh level oh boy uh damn some yes some can like really just hurt my hands just mashing some buttons is it in that same super meat boy vein though of like when you beat the level it's only like 20 seconds or something like that of the actual okay 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 (laughs) crazy Um, yeah (sighs) correct me if i'm wrong with super meat boy it's like if you died and go and went back it would keep the clock running like i don't know actually i don't think so okay Boy, i can't remember anymore I, th- yeah. I might be totally wrong but i thought it restarted okay i thought we, so it restarts with phoenix fury and i couldn't remember if that was something super meat boy did and i was like oh well that's nice that they do that so i don't have to like manually restart uh just so i can get the right time yeah that'd be so they, frustrating they also have um uh they they also have that thing where weren't those their little uh like portals in certain levels in meat boy where it would transfer yeah. into like a 8-bitty kind of like a sub world they've yeah. got that in, yeah, yeah. yeah they've got that in uh phoenix furia too huh. so it's it's pretty much a rip <laughs> but uh i'm having fun with it all so kinds far. of clone games <laughs> yeah, yeah this I'm, I'm looking up just some screenshots on my phone here this game looks pretty cool are you playing on ps4 I, dj yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on sale like a couple of years ago. I feel like I got it for like three bucks or something. Oh, wow. oh nice. Yeah, I've I've definitely looked this game up before because I recognize this main character. 
Um, it all like art style wise, it almost looks like a little bit like a mixture of like Fez and Super Meat Boy. Oh. Yeah. May, Fez is maybe a little bit of an oversell. It doesn't look quite as clean. It has a little more of like a flat color palette. It doesn't look as pixely as Fez does. Yeah. But uh, but it's still it's cool. It's got a cool style. I like it. Um, it's unique. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they also do. The th- yeah, I haven't gotten to this part in the game, but I've looked at the trophies and it's like, oh, I can tell there are. They're going to have like dark versions of each world. Like, oh, OK, oh, so it's got it's got a lot of content here. It will. Yeah. To use just... my favorite word about video games. Content. Content. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm two days into it and I've gotten like the stars on every one of the first two. Every one of the levels on the first two worlds. And I think there's going to be six more worlds to go. Oof. Hell yeah. So we'll we'll see. And it's not like a tiered rating system. It's not like a one star, two star, three star. It's just like you get the star or you don't. There are multiple stars. However, I think there are different modes you can play each level. And I can't say for certain uh, what the other modes are. I think I'm just playing normal. Okay. And I think I, I, I don't know how the other modes are different, but I okay. think that's how you get like there's up to three stars per level. Um, but like just playing on the normal mode, just one you can star only get the available. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And they also do a thing where like there's a there's a cookie in each level that like a bandage or exactly. yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like precariously placed. Yes. Or are they more hit? Are they more hidden? Or are they? They're pretty easy to find. I mean, just like more hard to get those band aids. Like I feel like the I don't know their shade would be so close to. Other things the in the background be, or something, yeah, hard yeah. to find. Like these cookies are like obvious. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, man, I haven't played Meat Boy in so long. I know. Man. I need to go Not back. since we lived together. That's a classic. Yeah. I don't even know if I played it then. I mostly just watched you guys because I I played it on my 360 and I haven't touched that yeah. thing. And t- were we playing it on 360? Yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's what I played. I don't it remember on having too. that hooked up. Yeah, I I need to get that on Switch. I always forget that that's on Switch. Yeah, um, just they released it, it physically too. Actually. They did? Yeah, they did. No, no. Yeah. I was keeping my eye out for that. <laughs> I thought they canceled that. No, I think it's I think it's available at Best Buy right now. I think I Oh man. That. That's I gotta look into that. Yeah. Uh fuck. That's another <laughs> game I need. Although that's another one that's like I'm so on the fence. I used to always want the physical copies of games and like for for a game like that that's just so pick up and yeah. play. Yeah. I just have such a hard time like justifying I, I find myself, you know, with a lot of these roguelikes, like we talked about earlier for a quick second, but like I'll fire those up. And like if they, if I had to pop in the cartridge every time that I know that makes me sound like the laziest piece of shit on Earth. But like I just I don't you know, even Mario Kart and Mario Tennis, you know, yep. I bought those physically and I, I don't play them as much where like Rocket League is just on my system and I play it all the time. Yeah, you're right. It's just about there. That. And I got oh, I got 30 minutes to kill. Oh, it's there and I'm already laying on the couch. Yep. And all I have to do is hit a button on my controller and I'm <laughs> fired up and it somehow simultaneously powers up my TV. Like, I, I don't even know how that works, but like, I'm just ready to play, you know, any, any time. I know, again, that sounds so pathetic, but it yeah. is what it is. You yeah. know, I, I play those games way more, you know, and enter the gungeon. You know, I played a shit ton of that game and like, I, I wouldn't have done it if I had to keep popping in. I'm like kind of mad that they announced a physical copy of that <laughs> game, but at the same time, I wouldn't play it as much. So I, that's not on um, my radar yet. I, I might have to pick up the physical, even though I'll never yeah, play you, it. 
No, you got to play Gungeon. Well, no, I played Gungeon. Oh, I won't play the physical copy. Oh, okay, uh, okay. I was going to say, we got to talk about that game at oh, some yeah. point, because I know DJ and I have dumped, like, a just absurd amount of hours into that game. Um, we still haven't played it since the recent update, so we still need yeah, to Yeah, they that. just had that final update uh, earlier, or last month, I guess, in April. Um, yeah, Farewell to Arms. And I really haven't even played it since that Gungeons and Dragons update. I played, like, two runs real quick just to take a look, but... right. Yeah, I got to really dig into that game again, but I just played it so, so much. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, uh, is, is that all you want to say, DJ, about uh, um, Phoenix Furia? Are you yeah, going to see it through? Are you going to play all the levels? It's I'm DJ. Gonna, it's see, DJ. I'm going to play them all, <laughs> but like, it's, it's a question of, am I going to try to get the star on every level? Right. And I, I'm going to have to. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see how it feels. See how it feels towards the end if it gets like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Not worth it or something. Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably have some other stuff I'm playing on the side as well. Like I still got to go through Octahedron and. Perfect yeah. segue. <laughs> okay, so that's a game, another game I wanted to talk about real quick this week. If you guys don't mind me digging into that Let's for a second. I said DJ's you played a little bit here, but Octahedron is a game that I feel like it came out. I, it's been on my radar for a while because it's been on Steam or PlayStation 4 or wherever the hell else for quite a while. I think just Steam, maybe, because I, I, it was it something that I didn't January buy or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. But it, but for whatever reason, it popped up on Switch. And I don't even remember if I bought it on sale or just bought it when it came out. It might have been one of those that was like 20 percent off before, like pre-purchase or whatever. Um, but it's only like 10 or 12 bucks standard price. It's a 2D platformer. It's got a little bit of like a um to go nes style it's got a little bit of like a kid icarus vibe not not in the sense that you have any kind of angel powers but you're going purely vertically there's there's no scrolling left to right at all in this game um like you're only i mean you're running left to right and you're plat it's a 2d platformer um with kind of like a seizure inducing um you know just like techno drum and bass not drum and bass i don't know what that whatever the hell kind of music dubstep music and like kind of like just really electronic like, music yeah electronic but like more like dead mouse kind of stuff i may i might be actually, i don't I listen think. to any of this so i don't know but <laughs> actually, it's a, actually i think an artist that i like chipzel is one of the people that does. there's a bunch of people like it's just real songs i don't think any of them were composed for the actual soundtrack i could be wrong but i maybe other than like the title screen or something uh which funny enough has like kind of this pulsing like it sounds like i'm about to play hitman when i'm booting up octahedra it's like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it just it, it cranks me up but uh but it, yeah it's a, it's just like a really tight basically the main mechanic is like every level gives you a certain number of these surfboard platforms or hoverboard is more a more appropriate term although they do call it surfing in the game but you can jump with the uh, with the jump button and then hit a second button that will uh put a like surfboard hoverboard platform underneath right where you're standing and you can hold it down for a pretty decent length of time and you will upgrade that platform as time goes on to like kind of shoot like a laser beam straight down below it uh, to take out enemies, which at first are not like a main uh, element of the game. And then they introduce more and more enemies and it really starts getting chaotic. And then you upgrade your power or your platform a few more times or at least a couple more times. Uh, and you can kind of shoot these like spikes out from the side of it. And you, you get a little, quite quite a bit more powerful, which is one of the few gripes I have about the game, because as you unlock you do the more difficult challenges, get more of the collectibles, like every level, a thing, it's really arcadey, and the, it really shows you, like, there's 30 light bulbs that you can break on each level that turn into flowers that you can collect, 
And then there's uh, eight of these tetrahedron pieces on every level. And then they have challenges for beat the level by using this many platforms or less. And there's like three tiers of that. And then there's a time based challenge and there's a don't die challenge. Yeah, don't die challenge, like beat the level without dying. And uh, but as you as you unlock these harder challenges, you end up getting more lives per level and more powerful power ups and you can surf or hover longer. So it's like as you as you do the more difficult things, the game becomes easier. Like whereas if you were to not unlock these kind of secret levels that give you these power ups, you wouldn't get those, which it's sort of it's not a bad thing because it made the game as the game got tougher, just kind of kept the difficulty curve about the same, you know? I mean, it, it certainly got harder as the game gone went on, as the game gone on, <laughs> as the game went on. But, uh, but man, I, I have not had so much fun playing a 2D platformer in a really, really long time. Wow. Uh, probably, probably back to Donkey Kong Country Ooh. Tropical Freeze, which, Ooh, is my, which is my favorite, probably my favorite, if, if not favorite, my second favorite 2D platformer. Uh, after Super uh, that's Mario your favorite World. game, it's but yeah. it's up there. It's, it's <laughs> yes, like it pro- it's like I've said many times that it's my favorite game. I, I just love that game, and that just like you know, unlike some of the new Super Mario Brothers games, for example, where like the hidden three coins on each level are like just peruse and look for. Maybe you can jump through this wall that you can just happen to go through for no reason. You know, there's no telegraph, and right. like this is all like they're either precariously placed or they're like kind of like a. You might catch like a oh that looks weird I can, I think I might be able to break through that platform and like you can kind of break outside of the boundaries of the level on occasion and it, man I I just I I played through the whole game I think there's like two levels that I haven't fully completed uh, and I didn't get all the challenges and stuff like that I got most of the collectibles on each level and I might go back and farm for some of that but it t- it took me about five hours to plow through what I've played and okay. and I just absolutely love this game like I I would give it a wholehearted recommendation i love it and that surprises me because i think you also are someone who likes the more fast paced platformer and i feel like the vertical uh movement through the game slows you down or doesn't lend itself to as fast gameplay Um, yeah it's a little more deliberate yeah like in terms of like a finesse it's but and i feel like that's what has at least stopped me from getting fully invested like I've felt that a lot of the levels seem samey. The graphic style is, is, I do like it, but it doesn't help the cause. Like every level really does look the same. It's just kind of these neon outlined borders of everything. And it it, it really is. And the music like is good, but just kind of similar or samey. So Um, I I haven't played this, but the graphics kind of stand out to me. It's like, ooh, that's kind of like a Geometry Wars type of thing going on. Yeah, it's it's totally got the Geometry Wars vibe. Yeah, it's 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 big time that, but it just doesn't change. You know, as as the game goes on, it just stays the same way. Right. Um, So I, I would agree with that, that it doesn't like evolve in a way. Uh, but but I will say like that it does a good level, like some of the levels you can only use like for every, every time, kind of like Celeste or, or a lot of these games that will like when you are down well or something like when you land on the ground, it then recharges your um, platform the platforms. And, yeah. But some levels will only allow you to do like you can jump, make one platform, then jump up again and make a second platform. And they'll allow you to do, you know, two platforms at a time before you touch the ground. But then some levels later in the game will like it'll be 50. 
and you'll be doing like kind of like a free fall almost and it's those levels are way more action based or even when they're like 10 uh platforms you you just kind of know right off the bat it'll tell you right at the beginning of the level like the counter will just go up right above your head and you're like okay i got 10 and like so you can't those levels are way more finesse based right and you're really like they're throwing enemies at you like crazy like i i definitely was feeling like a fucking champ like just plowing through like just making some crazy jumps and uh yeah it doesn't have that same frenetic feel like meat boy or celeste or like yeah, it's not as tangible, like, the movement with the joystick. It, I don't know how else to explain it, but... I mean, it could just be that thing where I haven't gotten far enough where uh, it's that technical and that yeah. challenging. How far are you? I completed the first two worlds. Okay. So I mean, I, for what it's worth, though, I mean, I was loving this game from the second I booted it up. Like, wow. I... I like I said, you know, I, I've I've enjoyed games like Celeste and some of these other games that have come around and, and whatnot as like the kind of pinnacles of 2D platforming in recent years. And like like I said before, like I would put this above not to c- compare. They're totally different games, but I, I would put this above. I, I had more fun playing uh, this than a lot of other games in that same uh, general vein. Um, and it feels very like uh Unlike those other games, like the jump feels almost identical to like a Mega Man, like the the physics and the, you know, it's kind of like that weighty, a little bit more deliberate jump. Like you got to kind of plan it. You got to jump right at the edge and and that kind of stuff. It's it's really I don't know. It's different. It's not as floaty or or as uh, it's not quite the right word, but. Put some of those it, it just retro has a skills little, to the test there. Yeah, yeah it's it's very. I, I like I said, I, I love this game. I I can't recommend it enough. I I would endorse it to anyone who likes arcadey two D platformers, and especially if you're into like doing the whole collectible thing. I mean, this like to do the to get all thirty flowers and and light bulbs and uh, tetrahedrons. Like, there's almost no way you could do that and get the time or and do the minimum jumps and stuff. So there's like. If you wanted to really milk this game, you know, you could probably get 30 hours out of it trying to get all the challenges. So, wow, um, I got what I wanted to get out of it. Maybe I'll try to finish up the stuff, like I said, just to finish all the real levels um, or all the secret levels and stuff, because I do like doing that, at least just to experience the whole game. But yeah, I, I really love this game. Dang, you got me sold on that. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yes, hopefully, yeah, and be, that's uh, be the tiebreaker, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I would be More if you do end up if you do end up checking it out. I'd be curious to touch back on this one eventually, and or if you play some more DJ, I gotta. It's I guess let's uh let's plan on coming back to this if if you indeed do end up playing some at some point. No, no, we don't have to do it anytime soon or anything. But yeah, if you come back to it, Randall, and yeah. if uh, if DJ ends up playing a little more too, and the, this game, by the way, is from Demi Monde Games, is the developer, and it's uh published by Square Enix. Huh. or Square Enix. So it kind of fits into that. I know they uh, bought out Taito or Taito. They did. At some point. So it kind of fits into that vein a little bit more. Right. Um, it doesn't have any Square Square Enix or Enix uh, ties other than that, really. Right. Not so, the usual thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can't endorse that game enough. Wow. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, if you have somehow if this game slipped under the radar again, it it was always kind of on my radar since I had seen some screenshots or trailer or something. But if it kind of slipped out, there's so many games coming to the Switch or PS4, Steam, obviously Steam, you can't even keep up. But uh, if this one, you know, slipped past you and you like 2D platformers again, I'm it's just one person's opinion, but I I really endorse it. Um, 
and I consider myself to be a connoisseur of these type of games, I guess. So maybe we'll uh, revisit this topic. Yeah. Once Randall and I've put more time into it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to grab this. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. I'll be curious to talk about that some more then so I can talk even more on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I guess real quick. So uh, one more game I wanted to talk about. uh, And I guess we can. This doesn't have to necessarily be the last thing, but uh, but I did want to talk. We played a little bit of Rocket League before uh, before playing uh, (laughs) or before recording tonight. And uh, DJ and I have been playing a little bit. I've been playing a lot uh, while recovering from this hernia surgery. And uh, I know Randall and I have played together a little bit yep. uh, here and there. And I'm sure we've all played individually. Oh, yeah. um, but this is just a game that obviously it's been around for a little while now um, uh, from Psionics and uh, at least on Switch from Panic Button. And it's just it's just a game that at this point I feel like people kind of take for granted that it exists um you know i i'm able to log on and play online at any time of day any time of night can't sleep can't wake up whatever you know i can put this game on there's always people to play with and it's it's just simple with but it has so much depth i, I don't know there's just so much i don't know i i don't know how to explain it but it's just it's, it's very just, obviously soccer yeah. with cars if you don't if you're not familiar with the game it's like rc cars playing soccer but it's just really addicting. The games are nice and short and sweet. Five minutes. Um, you have a lot of options. It's and like it's just a game. Food. It's like, always, yeah. it's just always there. And it's it's always awesome. Yeah. I mean, my first experience with the game, I think, uh, man, it was like one night around like 10 p.m. I was like a little bit tired, but I was like, oh, let me just pop this in before I go to bed. And I was up till 7 a.m. <laughs> I just couldn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Just the other day or a couple of weeks ago, DJ and I were playing and we were like, let's try to go for five in a row. And like I just had I had a little video capture device and I recorded it and I was uploading it. And I was like, this is fucking five hours and 45 <laughs> minutes. Like it did not feel like that at all. And uh, man, yeah, I just I just like every time I go back to this game, like again, it's like. If you're not familiar with a controller and you just pick it up, you'd have maybe have a little tougher time grasping the mechanic or the the button layout and all that, right. um, which I believe you can customize. Um, but either way, like I, I'm able to pick this game up and just it's like muscle memory. You know, it's like maybe a couple a couple games and I'm right back in it where I was, you know, not to say we're any good. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I know. Yeah, actually, we play with people all the time that are flying around. You know, I, I hover in like the low silver, high bronze tier. Um, yeah, I, I'm not any kind of wizard at this game or anything, despite the hat on my uh, car. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's also like what helps make it so addicting is like you see all these people doing these complex tricks. Oh and yeah, just destroying you. You're like, like, I can oh, be better I'm, than I am, yeah. and I'm oh, not. Yeah. Like, like you realize, I'm not even good. No. You know, the I skill ceiling is game. crazy on this game and you'd have no idea until you played other people. Yeah. And it, and it has nothing to do with like people like unlocking things or anything. No. You know, it's anything you can unlock, I believe, is all cosmetic. And it's all about these Which just love, simple mechanics the of just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all about these simple mechanics of just like speed boost, jump, hairpin turn and fly and flying (laughs) which is which also which is just tying together your jump Jump and your boost boost. you know it's it's really you know it's complex but it's stripped down to the point of of just being a solid game that 
you know, as long as they keep supporting it and, and doing whatever, and, you know, obviously they're making enough money off of these little cosmetic cars and decals and whatever. And is, and you know, I, I don't buy any of that shit, but if other people want to buy it, that's, and it keeps this game supported. What's wrong with that garbage? <laughs> it's you fun know, garbage, I, I'm, though. Yeah, it is, it is goofy, but I, I just kind of play until I unlock them naturally and, and just use whatever's there. I'm not committed enough, but especially because, you know, if it was a free to play game, I'd feel totally differently because I, I would just feel like, man, I'm having so much fun playing this game. I should give these guys a little bit of money. Right. Um, whereas like, hey, I already paid 20 bucks for this. Right. Um, which we're not going to release this in time, I'm sure. But the game is currently on sale on the Switch for 12 bucks. So and it's you, available on everything like yeah, everything. Steam, Xbox, PS4. I believe it's cross play. Super Nintendo. Play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have too much to say, and I don't think any of us really have anything to say that hasn't been said about this game. We don't have a unique perspective on it. We yeah, just endorse it. it. it it's just good, yes. and if you've somehow let it slip, or, or if, you've, if it's fallen off your radar, or if somehow you just haven't played this game, uh, especially if you're into playing competitive games yeah. at all yep. online. I mean, I, I'm really not even all that into that, but I get sucked in when I'm playing. I, I just keep not one more it's a it's like a the essential one more game game you know one more round talking um, about this now makes me want to play this again when we're done with this podcast like it's <laughs> that good it's just that yeah good. It, yeah it's uh it's up there it's an all-timer yeah for me um come, but yeah come find us come play against us <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah we could we could make a little clan that's yeah, what they're right. still called group clan oh, i forget geez. i forget what they're called yeah. I've, I've i only played with groups in socom on ps2 and oh. they were called clans back then i remember oh, wow you had the modem uh my brother did yeah oh, nice. we would hook it up in like our little computer room and he would he would stay up all night playing i only played a little bit here and there with him i was never any good but right no i was i was definitely hooked onto that game as well maybe we could yeah maybe a little socom we'll revisit dude, that for next week dude wow <laughs> God, I don't have any Mikey way in on that. I don't have any way to <laughs> play that game still, I don't think. I don't I definitely don't own it. Um but uh I don't know. Uh did we have anything else that we wanted to discuss for this week or do we want to talk at all about want what we Jesus, what we want to talk about <laughs> next week or do we want to just kind of leave that hanging? A uh, little cliffhanger here. How how are you guys feeling? Leave them in suspense. Leave them on that Rocket League action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play some Rocket League. Yeah, and uh, That's your and some Octahedron apparently. Yeah, play that for sure, and maybe some Phoenix Furia. Uh, sounds like that's that definitely sounds up my alley, and and in the same general vein as Octahedron, you know, in in a slightly different capacity, mm-hmm. but it definitely, like I said, it, it, it did caught my eye at some point before. So, um, but most of all, play Hitman. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Hitman. Sponsored by Hitman <laughs> and Whip Whip. so yeah i I think across the board and by by the way uh i I, at least for me i I can't i'm not going to speak for everyone else here but i think i think (laughs) i think we're going to try to for the most part i mean we're if we're picking a game that we're all going to kind of talk through and and whatever and we're going to end up nitpicking things and and whatnot but i think anything that we're going to talk about on this podcast is at least going to come with a soft recommendation of like if you're into this kind of game right you know you you might dig this yeah like I, a, I was definitely a little critical sounding of Hitman, but I, you know, overall definitely really enjoyed the experience. Yeah, just and, and same to, here. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I don't have any problem with asshole. bad mouth. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with talking about the parts of a game that I don't like. 
Um, but I do think that uh, that for the most part, especially once we move on from like the initial conversation, like I think if we're talking about a game, you can take it as a recommendation if it's if it's your sort of thing. But and if not, it will be very clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We've all got access to so many games that why spend a ton of time on something you're not really enjoying, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it won't yeah, come like- to, to, to this conversation if it's something we're really not into, unless it was so notable that we hate. Yeah. It. Yeah. If it's really worth, like if it actually has a reason to talk about yeah. why it's so bad or something, but like, but yeah, I mean, if in my mind, it's like, if I've already wasted time playing a game that I'm not having fun with, I'm not going to waste more of my time talking about totally. that game. Unless, yeah, unless there's something valuable or a lesson learned or something like that. Right. Or um, maybe if there's, you know, your opinion is against the majority. Or yeah, 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 that's a good point. That's a good point. I could trash a few games if I oh, felt the need. We'll get into that another time. But, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think we're sitting pretty good here unless, uh, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to talk about. No, nah, I'm done talking. Let's you. close her up. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening uh, to anyone there that is. And uh, this has been uh, our first episode here of Pursuing Pixels. Uh, My name is Kevin Portelli. I guess I'll give some context. I'll give my full name here. Uh, DJ Mandolini. Randall Nolary. All right. Well, uh, have a good evening or a good day or whatever part of the day you're in. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Take care. Later. Do you primarily uh, play on the Switch? I do. Yeah, I've got I I have access to a PS4 Pro, Xbox One X and a Switch, but I play a ton on Switch just because it's so easy to just pick up and play. Got it. Same okay. here. So at least we all share a <laughs> one console. Um, yeah, well, two. We but we all have PS4s, PS4s and yeah, Switches. Yeah. So. yeah, although I like so. barely touch my PS4 in comparison yeah. to the others. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably be the voice of the place. But that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I use my PS4 to watch wrestling and Star Trek. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that's about it. <laughs>